Okay, are we gonna talk first, or are we just gonna go straight into the podcast? Because this is your case this episode. Uh, we can talk first. If you okay, like. I'm very excited for this. Oh, I'm I super do, excited. I know this case quite well. I actually read the book Zodiac. Um, I read like oh, half really? of it because it was it was really interesting, but it was kind of hard to get through because it was the first nonfiction book I've ever like really tried to oh, read. Right. But like, it's pretty interesting and. The Zodiac movie is based off of the book, but it's, like, mm-hmm. not exact I since remember, it's, like, based on fact, you know? I remember when I watched the video that I watched, the Zodiac movie is based off a prime suspect Yeah, that a lot of people think it is. Yeah. So. I remember when the suspect, or, like, the per- when it came out that they had, conf- like, found who the Zodiac killer was, I yeah. was really excited, but then I started looking more into it, and I was like, no, you did not. Like, yeah, you- like... It was like, literally none of the suspects. It was just this random dude. And it was named- like, it kind of fits the MO, but like, yeah. there's no DNA evidence. He didn't say there's he no did DNA it. There's no DNA evidence. dead. And I'm like... Was like it, wasn't it this dude like named Gary? Like this random dude named Gary? Yeah, he did have three names, though, which is quite common for serial oh, yeah. killers. Which okay, is- yeah, that's... that's but... That's, that's suspicious. Oh my god. Okay. So excited. I'm Remy? so excited. To sit here and be the funny person, since you're the one that did all the research. <laughs> I did the research for next week's, so which we are yes. not saying what it is. I am so excited for next week's because first of all, we're not going to tell the people like listening or watching. Mm-hmm. But I'm not also. I you know who it is, but you know nothing about the case. I know nothing about the case. The next so next week, I'm going to be the too. funny person. I'm going to be the one getting traumatized while <laughs> yeah. listening. This is going to be fun. It's going to be great. <laughs> Okay, chat. So, the Zodiac Killer, does anybody know about them? It's a crazy case. I didn't, I'm a, I'm a newbie to true crime, so I don't know much cases besides JonBenet Ramsey and, like, the Black Dahlia. So Have I told we... you my connection to the JonBenet Ramsey case? No. <laughs> this tell. is, like, really off topic, but I was, my mom was driving me, I live in Atlanta, and my mom mm-hmm. was driving me to her, like, old house that she grew up in. And both of my parents grew up in the Atlanta area. And uh-huh. she, like, drove, like, two houses down from her house that she used to live at. And she was like, do you know the JonBenet Ramsey case? I was like, Mom, do you know who I am? Of Ew. course I know the JonBenet <laughs> Ramsey case. And she was like, yeah, after JonBenet died, um, her family moved and lived in that house right there. And they were my next door neighbor. I was like, the oh, my <laughs> God. Like I was like, that's literally me? insane. Yeah, it's quite. It was quite. I was like, what? I have oh very. I have a lot of opinions on John, the John Benet Ramsey case, but I don't feel like getting sued. So like, that's all I'm gonna say. It's true. We might cover that case because it's one of my favorites too. Mm-hmm. So depends on what the polls on Twitter say. Yeah, I may we, give up on the polls because sometimes I just want to like have fun pick one yeah yeah pick just the one that you really like and like go with it yeah okay we gonna you ready to start you ready yeah okay everybody so the zodiac killer there were four or five confirmed killings from the zodiac but this man claimed to have killed 37 people yes you heard me right do you mean 37 i'm gonna be talking a lot since i didn't do the research Mm -hmm. uh do you mean like deaths or like victims because i know some of them didn't die no he confirmed that he killed 37 yeah people, but i like, mean for like the four killed. to five was that oh there um and all four to five incidents at least one person died okay some of them survived but at least one person died all right so 
the first one was this i don't have much information on the first one for some reason but the first one was on december 20th 1968 at lake herman road in vallejo california everything happens in california everything happens in california it's always california it's like the hot spot for serial killers it's either somewhere in the midwest california Mm -hmm. or florida exactly or texas sometimes no offense (laughs) (laughs) um okay uh so the victims there were two victims they were both shot and killed and it was david faraday which was 17 and betty lou johnson which was 16 they're really young they were really young like apparently this guy didn't have a motive for any of his killings he just did killings with no remorse like Mm -hmm. despite who his victims were so there's like people ranging from like the teens to like full-on adulthood Mm -hmm. and it's just crazy in fact i was talking about the case with my parents at dinner last night and I felt so bad because there was a family sitting behind us. <laughs> and I was talking like in a kind of loud voice. And I was like, this poor family is just listening to a murder story. Yeah, I do okay. that all the time with my family. My my like stepsister loves to hear about it. My stepmom's like, please stop. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, with me, with my anxiety, uh, I love true crime, but it makes me anxious. So I have to, like, be moderate on it. I used to be like that, but now I literally, with the fact that I have not been sleeping recently, I I can Mm -hmm. listen to true crime. I think I listened to it until four in the morning the other day. Oh, my God. I I want to It depends on the case. Like, if it's, like, Mm -hmm. like, it involves, like, breaking and entering, I'm like, no. But if it's, like, (laughs) like, there are, like, some cases that get me, but, like, some Mm -hmm. of them don't. Yeah. Okay. So, Betty was dead at arrival. But David Faraday, he would die on the way to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like they so were shot. Died. Imagine, imagine how painful that must be. Yeah, I like. It's oh no, crazy. I can't even. It's imagine really it. crazy. Me they neither. Were... I'm I'm scared of imagining it. Yeah, they were in a lover's lane, right? Because like most of that's kind of where most of the Zodiac killers' victims were were in lovers' lanes, right? From what yeah, I remember. It was like in a very specific area that mm-hmm. and and the main suspects, the reason that they were suspected is because they lived really close to those areas. Yeah. Cause So they were like all within miles of each other. Yeah. There wasn't really MO, but like with them being so close together and all in like mm-hmm. lovers' lanes situations, it kind of sounds like it was like a crime of convenience, sadly. Yeah. Like just exactly. the right place, wrong time for the victims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the second crime was, coincidentally, on July 4th, 1969, and it was at Blue Rock Springs Park, Vallejo, California. Always California. It was a few minutes away from the first crime, actually. So, like we said, it was all a convenience to the killer. Like, Mm -hmm. the persons were at the wrong place at the wrong time. That's what's so scary about this case and why, like, so many people are fascinated by it is because it was random. Uh, So, the victim um, for this for the second crime was Darlene Farron, who was 22. And then there was a survivor, which was Michael Magoo, which was 19. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically the Zodiac killer went to shoot them. Then he left and then he came back to shoot them again. Do you know how long it was when he came back or just well, like? No, they didn't say, but I, I wouldn't guess that it was like longer than 10 minutes. I'm guessing. Yeah. And if it was, then that would have been gruesome because they weren't dead by the second time they were shot. Did he tie them up? Because I know he did in some cases, but I'm not sure if he did I don't, in this. I don't think he tied these ones up. Yeah. Um. But the both were alive when the police arrived, but mm-hmm. only Michael would survive. So 
Darlene unfortunately passed away on the mm-hmm. way to the hospital. And um, however, since we did get a survivor, they did get a description of the shooter, which was a young white male who was about thir- 26 to 30 years old. He was stocky. What does stocky mean? Is that like on um, the groundish? Part? I think like kind. I I'm gonna look it up because like mm-hmm. I kind of have an idea, but I'm not gonna say it without any confidence. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was stocky, 200 pounds or larger. Compact, or sturdy, and, rel- and and a relatively thick build. Oh, got it. Yeah, okay. So around 5'8", light brown curly hair, and a large face. And within an hour of the shooting, this is when the whole taunting comes in. The police got a call from someone claiming to be the shooter, and the person also claimed to be the shooter of the Lake Herman murders, which is the first one. Mm-hmm. So this is when they realized it was a serial killer and not just this random dude like mm-hmm. trying to kill at once. This was in the 60s, correct? Yes, 1969. There was a possible case that happened in 62, which I'll cover in a bit. But like these are like the confirmed ones and then I'll mention like the possible related ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then in August 1st, 1969, the San Francisco Chronicle and the San Francisco Met Examiner and the Vallejo Times Herald, they all received identical handwritten letters from the person claiming to be the killer. Mm-hmm. And they provided information to the killings to prove that they were the killer. They quote, they said, and I quote, I shall state some facts that only which I and the police will know. And it was signed with a circle with a cross through it. And that would be then the sign of the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. The killer attached a code that he asked to be decoded or he would kill more people. So he was basically like, Ayo, um, Solve this code, or if not, more crap's gonna happen, mm-hmm. which is terrifying. Like, imagine how much pressure that is, like, trying to solve a code yeah. because more lives are at stake. I could not imagine what those investigators were going through. And then three days later, another letter was sent with this that started with, this is the Zodiac speaking, and it was the first time that he ever called himself the Zodiac. I find it, like so lame when serial killers name themselves mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. the zodiac btk i want to talk about btk so badly because that i have never seen somebody be more dumb than dennis <laughs> fucking raider so like i really want to cover him because he named himself btk oh my god but, but I no just, i find it lame when they name themselves i don't understand how they come up with the nicknames and be like yes i'm gonna choose this name to call myself on the police for the public yeah what i like about btk i know this is not at all the case we're talking about but btk <laughs> gave options to the police i'm not gonna say the options because i want to save that for when we cover his case but he was like i like btk but if you don't here's a couple more options of what you can call oh my me. god and the police were just like i guess we'll just fucking go with btk like okay. god damn like, like <laughs> god damn this man are you kidding me right now yeah also chat we deal with humor we cope oh, with yeah. humor so we are not at all making fun of the case we just cope with humor we make, and- i make fun of the killers not the victims yes <laughs> that's the important part that's the important part yeah okay so four days later august 8th the code will be cracked by a couple in salinas california and it said that oh my god when i read this for the first time or heard it i was like this is the most confusing sentence that i've <laughs> ever witnessed in my life like who writes a sentence like this and it goes I like killing because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all to kill. Something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off of a girl. The best part is that when I die, I will be reborn in paradise and those I have killed will become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slow down or stop my collecting of slaves for the afterlife. 
what on earth he is so dramatic very <laughs> dramatic like that's such a horrible thing to write about but at the same time yeah. like who thinks like that and like a terrible analogy like why would yeah. the people that you killed be your slaves like yeah. no that is no like who thinks like that like Serial know. killers' brains are so fascinating. This is why I want to study more like the psychology side of criminology yeah. because their brains and how they work are super fascinating. That's why I wish that we knew who he was so we could understand what the fuck yes. happened in his childhood. Exactly. Like, when was the head trauma? Does he have he? Pro- I don't know if he has mommy issues. He doesn't strike me as a killer <laughs> with mommy. Most killers have mommy issues, but like he yeah. doesn't strike me as one because he kills both guys and girls, and, girls. and he doesn't yeah. do anything worse to the girls or worse to the guys. So like, yeah, his dichotomy is very fucking weird, and I want to know why. Mm. Yes, mom. Is that come right up? Huh? I come right up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she just in our podcast. that was my mom she was like have you started your podcast yet and i'm like yes mom and she's like and she's like oh, i was gonna ask if you wanted to try to rice and i'm like not right now mom <laughs> cut that out we're gonna edit that out for the video <laughs> but now that you've said that i don't want to edit it out anymore okay so the third crime we already jumped from the second to the third crime, was September 27th, 1969. So it was literally over a month after the letter was sent. Mm-hmm. And it was at Lake Berryessa at Napa, California. That's and in the, a different town than the... Yeah. I wonder a, what, that... what was the, ori- like, the original town. I want to look up how mm-hmm. far away it is. Yeah. So this one was, wasn't in near Vallejo anymore this was in Napa California and it was at Lake Berryessa and once again there was one victim and one survivor and the victim was Cecilia Shepard who was 22 and the survivor was Brian Hartnell who was 20 so basically what happened is that they were at a picnic and Cecilia saw a man behind a tree staring at her so very creepy stockish kind of kind of vibes um after a while the man approached and he was wearing an exception like a exception executioner style hood that had the the zodiac symbol on his chest that's like like terrifying but also they're in california how fucking hot was that like oh my god i can't imagine it was in september so september is pretty hot but anyways that's not at all important to the case (laughs) but i was just thinking i was like i cannot i wear pants all the time even in the summer and i'd like die Mm -hmm. like how hot would he have been in that hood like hood I maybe he shouldn't have um killed people that would have maybe. made his life a little bit easier because that would have made that would have made life hot. easier in the summer that would have made life really mm-hmm. easier so uh the man approached and he had a gun a knife and rope so you were right he did he did tie mm-hmm. them up so he tied up cecilia and brian and then stabbed them many many times which didn't, is unfortunate i don't know if this is in your notes but didn't he stab them with a bread knife like a serrated bread knife no, that wasn't in my notes, but I if think he did, I learned that because that's really weird. Because bread knives, when I think dull. of those, they're the rounded ones with the serrated, round ones with yeah, like very with like small a serrated serrations. tip. Like that's yeah. that must have taken so much force. That if must that have was been correct. brutal. Because I think I remember reading that in the book that I read. Like that's that, so weird. I want to start reading books on these two for the notes. Yeah. 
because that's fun. I did find a website that was official, like uh, recognized by the law, and that's where I got some extra notes. Yes, so when we post really this cool. on YouTube, we will put the sources in the description. In the links, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, so Cecilia died on the way on the hospital, and Brian survived. So once again, we got another description. He was as well five eight to six feet. He was heavy set, two twenty five to two fifty pounds, and dark brown hair that he could see through the mask. And then a note was left on the side of Brian's car signed with the Zodiac sign. And then it had a date of the three killings and the words by knife under the date of the Lake Berryessa attack. So he listed like the dates of all the three killings that he did and then literally wrote by knife under the one. Like being like, hey, this just happened. This is how I did it. Mm -hmm. Which is terrifying. Yeah, he definitely liked attention. He did. He really did. And then the fourth one, which this is like, the one I have the most notes on because it had a dumb play from the police and it was like the mon the one that's mostly recognized because it's where we got the first drawing of him. So mm -hmm. that's that's really cool. So it's the drawing the is crime. terrifying. It is. It is. I saw it and it felt like he was just staring into my soul and I was like, and you oh, can't heck even see no. his eyes. It's just or like no. the, the drawing of him in the hood is like, please don't look at me. It's so scary. Don't look at me like that. So the fourth crime was October 11th, 1969 on Washington and Cherry Street in California. And the victim was Paul Stein. He was shot in the head by the passenger of the car. He was a taxi cab driver. And there were two, there were three witnesses and it was a teenage girl and two other people that mm -hmm. saw the, a man wiping down the car before leaving um, the scene of the crime. Mm -hmm. And they described him as a white male that was 25 to 30 years old, 5'8 to 5'9, who was stocky had a reddish-brown crew cut and heavy-rimmed glasses. So that that's one, where the iconic... That one is really weird because it's so different than all of the other ones. It's very different. The only thing in common is stocky, but glasses and... Yeah, the, the description of him isn't, different. like, too different from what it was, but, like, the also the MO is really weird. Like, he doesn't really have a set MO, but this is such, like, a different way of killing them. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he shot them, like, he did the first two... But like, he's it was weird. I don't know. He he yeah, makes no sense really to weird. me. Another he reason doesn't. why I want to find out who it was so that we could figure out why he yeah. was like like why things happen like this. It's a very confusing it's unfortunate case. that this case is unsolved because mm -hmm. we could have learned so much if it yeah. was solved. But it's been a while and there wasn't enough enough technology at the time. Yeah. So even after. The witness said that it was a white male. The police incorrectly identified the suspect as an African-American male. Welcome to the 60s. Or was this like the early 70s? Or was this still the late 60s? Late, late 60s. <sighs> welcome to the 60s. Yeah. Literally, like, welcome to America, everybody. Where yeah. somebody can literally say the murderer was white and the police would say, did you say African-American? Yeah, they're like, yeah, I, he looks very similar to the guy that's been killing people, and every single person that has survived this guy has been like, yeah, he's, like, very white, and, like, I saw him, and he's, like, very white. And the police are like, he's African-American. He's African-American. And you're like, uh, uh, like, you make it make sense? <laughs> like, like, are you kidding me? <sighs> and And that's not even the most infuriating part. So, because they thought it was an African-American male. A police car that was driven by Donald Falk and Eric Selms, 
they drove by a man with a similar description to that of the teenage girl. And he described by the policeman, he was a white male who was 5'10", was 170 pounds and about 40 years old, had glasses, reddish hair, and was wearing a goddamn crew cut. But because they thought the suspect was an African-American, they left him alone. So when I you think about it- I hate stuff like that. Stuff like that happens in cases all, all, all the, the time. time. Not like all the misidentification. The that definitely happens, but like the police letting them go. Like you'll see exactly. that in my case next week. Like that happens. Really? Where, where like they let them go and they have a conversation with the police where they're like right after the killer did some incriminating stuff and they're like, Go on your Let's very just, way, sir. Like, go like, on your day. You're a polite man. Like, go. How? I don't understand how it's possible that in translation, it would get confused from a white male to an African American. Like, just like, how America. does that happen? Racism. Horrible. Exactly. People. But, like, it's are you so kidding dumb. me? Like, if, if, like, I, if, as much as it sucks, I understand how it, like, kind of like why it happened, but how, how, did it, like, how, how was it? okay and everybody nobody was like you know that's probably a bad idea because that will stop yeah. us from catching the actual killer they were all just like nah i'm racist like exactly it's, <laughs> it's so frustrating if america wasn't the way that it was at that time so yeah. many cases could have been resolved yeah so many cases even so, now and then the zodiac practically confirmed that it was him because he wrote in in his letter quote P.S. Two cops pulled a good about three minutes after I left the, a good mistake about three minutes after I left the cab. So it was literally him, Jesus. and the cops let him get away. Yeah, because racism in America in the sixties. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That I forgot about that part of the case. That drives me crazy. It, it drives me nuts. When I first learned it, I literally had to pause the video and like. <laughs> put my head in my hands and be like, you have got to be kidding me. There is no way. So but no, funny. it happened. Yes way. It literally happened. It infuriates me. It's so stupid. And then a bloody finger was discovered in the cab, and but the Zodiac claimed that this was planted by him to distract the policeman. So we yeah. can't confirm if that was actually the Zodiac's fingerprint or not. It could have been Paul Stein's fingerprint for all that we know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, because if it was planted, I feel like it would have purposely been Paul Stein's and not the Zodiac's. Because mm -hmm. that would be like the smarter way to play it. But some people are dumb and they probably didn't think that. Yeah. Some some serial killers can be pretty, pretty, pretty And dumb. like DNA and like fingerprinting wasn't as advanced as it was. Yeah. Like as it is now, I don't. I'm I'm sure that there was like fingerprinting, but there wasn't like a lot of technologies for you to be able to figure out whose fingerprint mm -hmm. was whose. So like it wasn't as much of a concern. And oh, this is the interesting part. Two days later, after the killing, the San Francisco Chronicle received a letter from the killer of Paul Stein, and it contained a piece of his bloodied shirt. Like weird. That and would be an who was that sent to? The San Francisco, San Francisco Chronicle. Uh -huh. hmm. So, and then, this is the terrifying part. Uh, it included the following quote, and it said, School children make nice targets. I think I shall wipe out a school bus some morning. 
just shoot out the front tire and then pick off the kitties as they come bouncing out. I hate that specific. I forgot about that because it, it's so weird. It is because it has it has nothing to do with anything he's done. But he's talking about like little kids on a school bus. Yeah, like, and that's, that's so terrifying. different than anything that he did, and it's fucking horrifying. And I think that's the only reason he said it, and that's why he sent it to the like San Francisco Chronicles. He said, "Yeah." that's like i don't think he had any intention of doing that i think i think he just wanted to scare the public yeah he just wanted to terrify everybody and that's exactly and and then um he included diagrams of bombs that could be used on the buses that's another thing that he probably also did just out to scare people yeah because bombs at the time were like a big thing right was that around when the unabomber was which is another case that i kind of want to cover um not sure but I think there was like, it was like I think this is this is definitely after World War Two. But I think that still people will like be like terrified of bombs, um, at the time. Yeah, he. It was basically in the same time period as the Unabomber. Oh, so lovely. that was probably what how he got. And then inspiration. That threat made the police create a task force for the Zodiac, mm-hmm. and then oh, this is an iconic one. April 20th, 1970, the San Francisco Chronicle, again, mm-hmm. they received a letter with the cipher, my name is, and these, like, random symbols, and yeah. to this day, it hasn't been cracked. Really? Because I think, I thought Wait, that it, it got cracked. cracked. Okay. What does it say? <laughs> Just tell us what does it say, <laughs> God damn it. it. God damn it. Okay, okay, you keep talking while I try to figure yeah, this yeah, out. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, so... That was April 20th, and then the Zodiac would send letters until that he stopped in 1971, and then sent his last letter ever in 1974, which is where he confessed to kill 37 people, and for some damn reason, left a review of the Exorcist movie. Yeah. This movie was out at the time? (laughs) I guess yeah. the 70s wasn't that long ago. I just realized that this was the 70s, not the 60s. Anymore. I watched The Exorcist That's, the other day. It was a pretty decent I don't think I've movie. ever seen The Exorcist. I don't know it why. Was... Oh, and in 2002, which was like around 50 years later, which is insane this happened, they were able to extract, a, the San Francisco police was able to extract a partial genetic profile from the saliva that was used on the stamps from one of the letters. Which, like, that's crazy. 50 years later, they was able to find DNA. But it wasn't enough to identify somebody, but it ruled out many of the suspects for the case. Mm-hmm. And then here is where I have the two possible Zodiac killings. The ones that aren't confirmed to be from the Zodiac, but Why? that they're pretty similar. So that they Why could be. Why can't I find what it says? Really? You can't find <laughs> no. it? Oh, no. Um, okay, so... A possible one, the first one is Ray Davis, who was age 27 on April 10th, 1962 at Oceanside, California. Uh, This is really similar to the Paul Stein case, but it happened seven years before. Um, He was shot twice from from the behind in his own cab. He picked up a passenger around 11.10 p.m. and informed his dispatcher that he was going to drop them off. But after that, they never heard from him again. And then early the next morning, he was found in an upscale neighborhood called St. Malo which was Oceanside's first gated community. He had been shot twice from the backseat, one time to his back and the other time to his head. Mm-hmm. And then after dumping the body, the killer escaped in the cab and then abandoned it at 400 South Pacific Street. And he wasn't robbed, and there was literally no motive for the killing. And what's interesting is that 
a similarity is that the killer called the police. Mm-hmm. They called him beforehand did... and what? Oh, I was just gonna say, did he? He didn't claim it, right? Like the Zodiac did not like explicitly say this is a jo- Zodiac speaking. I did this one. And yeah, that's why. It's uh, just... No, this was before he even called. I yeah. think this was before he even called himself the Zodiac. Yeah. Okay. So the killer just called the police and being like, hey, I'm about to do a crime. And then after the killing, they called the police again, threatening to target a random bus driver. So this is where, like, it's connected to the mm-hmm. buses, like a school bus and a random bus driver. Yeah. And then the similarities are that it was a victim was that was a cab driver in a wealthy area. Uh, they called the police to take credit for the murder. They called the police about future murders. They openly stated that the point of the of the killing was to baffle the police. They made a bus to subject the subject for a death threat, and they displayed no motive for a death for the another murder. Mm-hmm. And then the same weapon was used. I think it was a point twenty two revolver or gun with ammo from a from a long shot gun. I'm pretty sure I didn't write that down, but it was like a point twenty two millimeter something. Mm-hmm. I and know then, nothing about guns, but that sounds me that neither. sounds good to me. That sounds good. That sounds good. That <laughs> sounds, sounds like right good information. If anybody right enough. If anybody who's like listening or watching knows anything about guns, tell us if we're wrong, please. Because I'm please sure let us know. Right. Please let us know. Uh, and then the second and last possible one uh, was Sherry Joe Joe Bates, who was 18 years old, and the crime happened on October 30th, 1966, and it was at Riverside City City College. Mm-hmm. So she was beaten and stabbed multiple times, and her throat was even cut. There was no evidence of robbery. There were no witnesses. She had vi- visited her college library, and, b- and the police think that that's when her Volkswagen Beetle was disabled by the killer. So, like, he messed with the car so that she couldn't escape. Wow. And that's the terrifying. car was... It's terrifying. Like, imagine going into your car and then not turning on, and then somebody just pops out of nowhere. That reminds me, my car, when I turn it off, sometimes it has a little message that says, reminder, look in the rear seat. And it is oh, the most no. terrifying thing. I'm like... I'm sure that you're just like trying to remind me to not forget anything in my back seat, but could you phrase that differently? Because that's fucking horrifying. That feels like a like, threat. Yeah, I know. Cause like I'll I'll like turn off my car. It's like reminder, look in the rear seat. I'm like, bitch. You're what? like, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like it's like 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 what the fuck? No, it's I It's so scary. I can imagine. So the car was found uh 100 yards from the alley where she was killed. There was a Timex watch that was left at the scene, along with military-styled heel prints that were sizes around 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. And this is the weird part. The police believed that Bates was a Zodiac victim, but the Zodiac sent a letter accepting responsibility to it. He, but the they, Zodiac did accept it? Like, Yeah. From the website that I read, which was the official Zodiac website, it said that the Zodiac sent a letter accepting responsibility to the crime. But the police still don't know if it was a weird. actual Zodiac killing, which is really weird. Maybe because it's so different, but, like, all the ones that are confirmed are pretty different, too. So, like, it's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to say. So now, here's where we have the suspects. And I- So, the first theory was presented by Gary Stewart. I literally have, for some of them, who came up with the theory and mm-hmm. gave him credit. Um, but the first theory was by Gary Stewart, and he believed that his own father, which was Earl Van Best Jr., was a Zodiac killer. He wrote a book about it, and it's called The Most Dan- Dangerous Animal of All. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was because Earl had an eerily similar appearance to that of the predicted similar killer from the Paul Stein killing. 
or was it the Bonsai Killing? Or I think it was the first three. I think it yeah. was the first three, actually. And his name matched up to the number of killers. Oh, wait. To the number of letters in the name in the my name cipher. So that yeah. it was like the same amount of characters. But once again, it was decoded and apparently it wasn't his actual name. My dog is barking so loud, my <laughs> mic is picking it up. And then Stewart claims that a handwriting expert claims that he is virtually certain that Bess's handwriting on his marriage license is that similar to the Zodiac Killers. Is this the same guy that they think did the Black Dahlia murder? No, no, that's, um... I forgot his name! Why would I forget his name if I'm obsessed with this case? <laughs> uh... It was George something. George Hodel. George Hodel. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Yeah. I remember when I covered the Black Dahlia case on my stream a while ago, I said that George Hodel, some people predicted that he was the Zodiac Killer, but it wouldn't make that much sense because he would have been old. Yeah. Because the Black Dahlia was in the 20s, 30s, or 40s, I think. So he would have been old mm -hmm. by the time the Zodiac came around. Yeah, and um, he they said that he looked... They would have noticed if it was a very old man. Old man, exactly. These people, especially with, like, the fact that I think you only mentioned one case where they were tied up. So it's difficult mm -hmm. to imagine that, an, like, a really old man would be able to overpower to, like, um, like young adult. Uh, especially yeah. the men victims. The young mm -hmm. adult, like, men. Yeah. Because they could have fought that. Mm-hmm. So then, so those were like his claims of why he could have been the Zodiac, which are very few, but here are the reasons that he might not be. The administrator from the church where Bess was married claims that the signature was written by the priest, not by Bess himself. So that would have made his handwriting- The priest is the Zodiac killer. <laughs> the priest was the oh Zodiac killer. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit, a priest out of all people. Uh, but once again, it was only virtually certain. It wasn't like front to face to face. So uh -huh. there's no really way. The best matches, uh, the only match that like described best was the one of this Paul Stein killing. I was right. It was the Paul Stein killing. And the Gary tried to test his father's DNA with the one of the saliva from the letter. But here's what made me like confused. The officials did not comply because they said there wasn't enough evidence. Weird. Really Stuff like weird. that is really confusing. I think that um, a lot of, like, police bother me in true crime yeah. cases that I listen to because of, like, the egos that they had. That can also they be an issue. They have egos. That can also be an issue with um, jurisdictions. Like, if a serial mm -hmm. killer kills in separate places, and then the police departments, they don't tend to want to work together because they want to stay yeah. on their high horse. But, like, exactly. that could have also been part of the problem. And, like, no, I'm not going to let you do it because we've already done all of our work. So we don't want yeah. you to do better work than us or, like, something like that. Exactly. That's just, like, what I imagine that may not be correct. But, like, that's what I think may have been the yeah. reason. Gary believes that it was a police cover-up because of the fact that he they didn't let him test the DNA. Yeah. Which I get, I get so because if you think that you know who was who was a Zodiac killer, you would think the police would be like, okay, we'll let you yeah. test the DNA. I don't think it was a cover up, but I do Me think neither. that like definitely it not. probably was. If if anything, it was probably the ego with and them. a lot of a lot of pro um things that came from the police, a lot of mistakes that they did, mm -hmm. like literally letting the Zodiac get away. Yeah. God, I can't get over that. Yeah. That pisses me off so much. So 
So the second theory is probably the most infamous one. And it's by Robert Gray Smith. And he's believing that Arthur Lee Allen is the killer. This is like the big is one. That the the, big one. That's the author of the book, correct? The person? Yes, yeah. Robert Gray Smith. Um, this theory covers the basis of the 2007 film The Zodiac that starred Jake Gyllenhaal. And Good movie, Robert, I have to say. That was, was? I, I watched that at the beginning of my like true crime fascination, which was about five years ago. Um, so here's where he was connected to the Zodiac. He was a political cartoonist for the San Francisco Chronicle, and he became obsessed with solving the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. He actually wrote two books, the Zodiac book that you read and yeah. then Zodiac Unmasked. I don't remember which book that I read. I have it like back here, so I'm going to go grab it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Jenny's away. Uh, let's keep covering this. Um, ooh, I want Jenny to read this. Okay. Oh, that's the Zodiac one. Yes. I just tripped that's... over, like, so many things. Anyways. Oh, my God. That's so, the original Zodiac yeah, one. Yeah, this is the one that I have. Apparently, I did not read that much, but, like, the words are fucking tiny, so I did read a oh, solid Oh, that was about. minuscule. I recommend the book if you have the uh, brain power and attention span to read it. It's a fascinating book, but I, I don't have that. capability (laughs) okay so the reasons that arthur might be the zodiac is the day of the attack at lake berryessa arthur told his family that he was going to go scuba diving at the lake the same lake but like the interesting part that made me wonder why the fuck did your family not call the police is they claim that he came home covered in blood (laughs) and with a bloody knife in his car and he was like, "Oh, don't worry. It was just a nosebleed. It was just a nosebleed. I got a I paper was cut. Animals or something. I got a paper cut and a nosebleed at the same time. Like, it's like all I right. gave myself the paper cut with a knife. Just <laughs> like, my God, why would you see that and not immediately call the police and be like, hey, my husband just came home in a bloody shirt with a bloody knife in his car. Can you do something about it? Because I think my man is a serial killer.'" <laughs> yeah why would you Stuff not like that call is really police? weird i don't know what i do but like in that specific situation because i'm sure like in that situation it's different than like shock what we're yeah. saying now but like i'm sorry to my future partner if you ever become a serial killer and i find out i'm <laughs> fucking telling the police because exactly. like do i love you probably but are you killing people? Yeah, I don't yes. want to be dating you anymore. <laughs> we don't want to be associated. No. like. So, obviously, the coincidence is that the Zodiac had killed Cecilia with a knife, hence to the bloody knife in his car. And then, this is this is interesting. When I read this, I'm like, the ego this man has. Yeah. One of Arthur's friends, Don Shinny, claims that Arthur referred to him himself as the zodiac before the killer publicly announced his name as a zodiac that's really weird because that's also like really specific but, zodiac but the is zodiac just is out of nowhere because it doesn't have anything to do with like maybe he was mm-hmm. just an astrology bitch but like i don't think he was <laughs> yeah i don't think so either honestly <laughs> yeah zodiac is just like i don't know it's weird it's super weird arthur he even if he isn't the zodiac which i personally believe he is me too he uh, he's like a he's a pro i don't even know how to say it. he's a conundrum all in himself even if he's not mm-hmm. the zodiac killer like that he needs a little some help i mean he's dead but like <laughs> like even if he wasn't the zodiac killer like is he is he all right like what's going is on is he okay like what's going on like, man? if he's not the zodiac killer and he came home covered in blood what was he doing? I, like, pardon? 
Like, pardon? What were you doing, good sir? <laughs> Apparently it wasn't being a very good sir. But anyways, continue. Oh my god. Or a good scuba diver. Yeah, yeah. Like that also. She's like, your scuba diving adventure is good? Like, the lake dried up? Like, what's going on with that? Yeah. So, anyway, uh, the same Don Chini says that Alan told him that he planned to hunt people with a gun. Which is what he did. Yeah, and once again, if somebody tells you that, why the fuck would you not call the police? Maybe they were, like, scared of him. Or they or thought maybe he was they, joking. Yeah, maybe they were joking. Because, like, we're making, like, jokes because we're very uncomfortable. But, like, yeah. that's a very different type of dark humor. Dark it's not humor. dark humor. It's not funny. It's just, like, it's It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's just, like, threatening and being a dickhead. Yeah. It's... So... So as a result to that claim, I think he did tell the police, actually, because as a result, they interrogated Alan for the second time. Mm -hmm. And Alan said that his favorite book was The Most Dangerous Game, which is a book that talks about a man that hunted humans. I think that was turned into a movie as well. Ooh. And then the book was referenced by the Zodiac in his first letter. So like, ding, ding, ding. They have a connection there. Yeah, it and was Alan... turned into a movie, but it's from 1932, so I'm not oh, sure. Oh, Jesus Christ. Alan was wearing a Zodiac-branded watch that had the same symbol as the one of the Zodiac killer. Yes, that's that I forgot crazy. about, because that's maybe how he got his name, but that's also even more fucking yeah. lame. You name yourself after a watch you wear? Watch. Like, like, after a watch. Are you kidding me? How basic can you be? Like, you're just looking, you're like, ah, shit, I need a name to call myself to the police. Looks at your hand. Oh, Zodiac brand. I'm gonna name myself the Zodiac. Yeah. Like, get it if together, If you're man. gonna be a fucking, like, egotistical asshole, at least be good at it. That's what exactly. I think about, like, like serial killers. I'm like, like, not, like, be good at killing. I just don't kill people. But if you're gonna, like, want attention that fucking badly, like... Do a good job. Yeah, get it in other ways and be better at getting it. Exactly. Like, maybe... I don't know, become a theater kid. I don't know. And I say that as a theater kid. Like... Just like, uh. I don't know. <laughs> so they investigated his trailer home, which they found small dissected animals in the freezer. That's a red fucking flag. Mm -hmm. Like, that's gross. That's disgusting. They found bloody knives, and then they found sexual devices. <laughs> like no hate to anybody that has any of those but when it's on top mm -hmm. of finding random bloody knives and dismembered animal carcasses that's a little weird <laughs> that yeah like that's i don't weird. okay i'm gonna have to try to censor this because i don't think i can mention this on twitch but in 1974 he was convicted of doing something to a child to say the least um which would lead him to disgusting man um, it will lead him to spending three years in jail, and Only during that time, three. It's stupid. I know. Only three. Like, are you kidding me? What Why? sucks is like you could say like, oh, it's probably of the time because it was probably like 50s, 60s, but that's still how it fucking works now, works and it infuriates now. me. Exactly. And um, there were no zodiac letters during his time in jail, so that's like yeah. another connection. And then in 1987, a San Jose inmate of his, Ralph Sp um, Spinelli, tells the police that admin, that Alan admitted that he killed Paul's sign. Stuff like that is really interesting to me because, like, mm -hmm. it could be true, but also when you hear it from, like, another inmate, 
you're like, are yeah. you trying to get a lesser sentence by making a deal on this person or like something like that? Like you never know if they're telling the truth, but like at the same time, what do they have to lose? But then you also have to look at what they have to gain. Mm-hmm. So like, and then also this could be like the egotistical aspect coming in being like oh you're yeah. in here for this well i did this yeah i did this and they'll never catch me like something like that. yeah so that's like where the whole egotistical aspect can come in yeah and then august 1991 detective george bauer interviews michael mcgough which was a survivor of the second attack mm-hmm. and also one of them that saw the zodiac without the mask on and they lined up photographs of all the possible zodiacs and he specifically picked the picture of alan that's really crazy to me because I understand why they couldn't arrest Alan because of like circumstantial evidence, but like that should be enough. I don't know if that's enough to convict him, but I feel like but like on top of everything else that they found. Yeah, it's really Which, it's weird. Yeah, and stuff like that is really interesting. That's why I'm so excited to study criminal justice in college because exactly, I can figure yeah. out like why. I'm like he couldn't have gotten arrested because it can be difficult to like try him because this all everything you're saying is like very solid but not in a courtroom it's mm-hmm. like circumstantial circumstantial in a courtroom but like pretty solid to us being like this is him so like it's yeah. really it sucks it's really uh weird yeah because you think you know but then there's like so many extra details that have to be processed yeah. in the courtroom to like officially try him yeah so with this, they checked this house again, and this is like the part that made me go like, huh, okay, like this, it could be him. Mm-hmm. They found formulas for bomb, constructed bombs, and tapes about the Zodiac killer. Interesting. Which connects to the Zodiac putting diagrams of bombs in his letters yeah. to blow up. And a- that's interesting because I really just thought that he, he was doing that to like scare people, but like maybe know, he actually this- was planning on... Like, like this bombing. man literally had constructed bombs in his house which is terrifying yeah i'd say that <laughs> yeah so they interviewed alan again but he was like i know nothing he was like i don't know what y'all are talking about which frustrating and then the end to it all in august 1992 alan is found dead from a suspected heart attack yeah i don't know if you have this in your notes but the guy that wrote where did the fucking book go this book this guy mm-hmm. that wrote the book said that when he was like talking openly about Arthur being the Zodiac killer in his mind, he would constantly get phone calls on of just like heavy breathing and then the other line oh. would hang up. But then and he would get that constantly until the day that Arthur died and he stopped getting them. Oh, okay. That's pretty. I saw that in the movie and I'm pretty sure I read that in the book. But I'm not, like, off the top of my head, I'm not completely positive how true that is, because I can only remember it from the movie, and I'm not sure mm-hmm. how accurate the movie is. But I'm yeah. pretty sure that I uh, that that is at least somewhat true. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then here are the reasons on why he might not be the Zodiac. Where is it? Oh, okay. So his DNA was compared to the extracted DNA sample from the saliva, and it wasn't a match. However, this is weird. It's suspected that Alan had a habit of having other people lick his stance. That is really weird. I remember hearing like about really that. Really weird. I always, I, I don't know. When I was a kid, I would always like when my parents were writing letters. I would always ask if I could lick the envelope because it was so much mm-hmm. fun to me as a kid for some reason. But like, 
That's really odd. Maybe That's he did really... that. He also like, why is my sister calling me? I'm not answering her. Anyways, <laughs> um, but like maybe he was already a sex offender. Maybe mm-hmm. he was just like, if I, and maybe he was thinking like, I'm the Zodiac killer. Let's have somebody else do it so that they can never like find me. me. And yeah. find me because if that's the only DNA evidence they got and it's not his, mm-hmm. it makes it easier for him to get away. That could exactly. be because like he's guilty and paranoid. So like that yes. could be the reason why he got other people to do that. Mm-hmm. And then in 1971, his fingerprints were taken, but they did not match the ones left at the Paul Stein crime scene. Which I still think that he put Paul Stein's fingerprints, not his own. I feel like that would make more sense. If it was made to baffle the police, it would make more sense if he used Paul Stein's. Yeah. So I don't know if they ever decided to try and check Paul Stein's fingerprints to see if that was a match, but I never read anything about it. So mm-hmm. there's a chance it couldn't be that. Um, his handwriting did not match the Zodiacs, and he does not look like the sketch of the Paul Stein killing. But um, Alan was widely believed to be the Zodiac and was a main suspect for many of the police departments. Yeah, the thing of him not looking like the sketch is really interesting to me. Because, mm-hmm. like, sketches tend to be scarily accurate, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it was the 60s. And I'm not saying, like, the artist is bad, but, like, it's yeah. definitely progressed more. But then yeah. also the handwriting thing. Also definitely something to take into account, but, like... You can change your handwriting if you try hard enough. Yeah. I know a lot of people, I'm like, how did you, your handwriting is so nice. And they're like, yeah, I literally trained myself to have handwriting to look like this. So he could have faked Mm -hmm. his handwriting and everything else or made a new handwriting just for Zodiac. Or like written with his left hand or something. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. That could totally be the case. Um, And then the third theory, there's two more. Third theory is by Harvin Hines, who is a retired Escalon police officer, and this is another popular one, mm-hmm. um, believes that Kane K, or Lawrence Kane K, was the killer. And he here, here we have like a little background on his life. He was involved in a car accident in 1962 that affected his brain behavior and his actions. Head trauma. Psych- There's always trauma. fucking head trauma head trauma. these motherfuckers. And then a psychologist claims that Kane was losing the ability to self-gratification. So, that's a little suspicious. Yeah. And Kane can be seen in the My Name cipher. You can see, like, mm-hmm. Kane and within the characters. And then Darlene Farron had a sister, and she claims that Kane was the man that followed and harassed Darlene the weeks before her murder, which is, like, another crazy thing. Wow. And then in, 1960, in the 1969 Paul Stein murder... The man suspected to be the Zodiac seen by the police officers was claimed to be 35 to 45, and Kane was 45 in 1969. Mm-hmm. And then Don Fott claimed that out of the 20 pictures of the, he seen of the possible Zodiac, that Kane's picture was the closest of them as he remembered the killer. Don Fock is the one who let the Zodiac get away, but yeah. saw him briefly. Yeah. And then Kane lived a six-minute walk away from the spot where Paul Stein could have picked up his killer. Interesting. So. I have I have a question from the last one, Arthur. Um, mm-hmm. You said that it didn't look like he didn't look like the sketch, but mm-hmm. the sketch that came from like the mur- the first the second murder with the first victim, or that survived first survivor, didn't he identify Arthur as the Zodiac killer? So maybe I don't, I don't remember that. Wait, let me. Check no, this. I thought you had said that because didn't you say that out of a photo oh. lineup? Was that the same oh, yes, guy that yes. led to the sketch? 
Uh, no, that was no. a different guy. Okay. Okay. And then in, in 1970, uh, Kane moved to South Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. And that same year, there was an incident where there was another possible Zodiac victim, which was Donna Lass. She disappeared at South Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, Donna worked at the same hotel as Kane. Interesting. So. I could see then, him being it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which there was a theory that I heard in the video that I'll mention in a second. But the biggest evidence is that on March 22nd, 1970, on Highway 132, Kathleen Johns and her baby were tricked into riding the Zodiac's car. And when she entered the car, the Zodiac, like, went to tell her that he was going to kill her and throw her baby out of the car after her body. Um, But as the car was making the turn, she was able to jump out of the car with her baby and, like, survive. Yeah. Badass. Badass. (laughs) But some people are stupid enough to think that this wasn't a Zodiac encounter, but there's a quote from one of his letters where he said, so I now have a little list starting with the woman and her baby that I gave a rather interesting ride. So, like, I don't understand how people can be like, oh, that wasn't a Zodiac encounter and a Zodiac is like, psych, it was me. Mm-hmm. Um, but John's saw the Zodiac's face for an extended amount of time. And when they showed the lineup of pictures, uh, John's reportedly able to pick up the man who tried to kill her being Lawrence Kane. That's so interesting because of uh-huh. Arthur. Yeah. I don't think it was two separate people, but at the same time, they both sound like such good, good candidates. Possible, mm-hmm. and like it doesn't, it wouldn't make sense for there to be a copycat because of yeah. Though the mo's are different, how the um letters are sent and like handwriting and such, I believe are quite similar. Yeah. So like it's it's this case is just fucking it's so confusing. I wish we had um, more answers to it. Yeah, it's fascinating. But you don't understand yeah. so like so unless like it. you said somebody could have trained their handwriting to look like the zodiac. Yeah, some people can do that. It's really weird. Yeah, it's really terrifying. And the three evidence cases on why he may not be the killer is that there was no evidence of a DNA test or a fingerprint test. Mm-hmm. Uh, handwriting was not a match, but wasn't inconclusive, and he does not match the description of the zodiac in the first three killings. Okay. So, that was interesting. And yeah. then final one that I have is Richard Gake. I don't know how to say his last name, so I'm just gonna call him Richard. Richard Gakowski, I think. Wait, where's my Richard Gakowski? I'm just gonna call him Richard. Um, so his home address was located less than five miles away, directly south of the first murders. And in October 1965. He was intentionally arrested for refusing to sign a traffic citation of a routine stop in Contra Costa County, and his mugshot would be released during that time in jail. And then from 1969 to 1971, he was a member of an anti-police newspaper that was called The Good Times, which had a history of radical ideology, and as early as 1969, The Good Times had a running violation, work, violent works of fiction that were like blueprints for the Zodiac's future crimes. So they would, like, write fiction scenarios for this newspaper, and they would, like, line up with the Zodiac killings. That's really weird. Yeah. So either this guy's a Zodiac or the Zodiac just loved reading that newspaper, I guess. Um, And then the production days for that newsletter were the Wednesdays, and the members would stay early morning to late night. And out of all the letters that the Zodiac sent, none of them were mailed or received on the Wednesday. which is. A crazy coincidence. Yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Stein's sister recognized Richard as having attended Paul Stein's funeral. 
which why would he be there if... stuff like that is always like really fascinating to me uh-huh uh... like like if he is the zodiac just casually going to the funeral of the guy he killed and yeah being like, i think none that... of these people know that i killed him because it's just like you're amongst a crowd and be like nobody knows that i did yeah. it like, I, it, it must bring them some kind of thrill. Yeah. Like, that's so scary. And then, March 13th, 1971, the Zodiac sent a letter to the Los Angeles Times, and close to the mailing, um, Gikowski was invol- involuntarily committed to the Napa State Hospital after going berserk, and he was then diagnosed with a mental illness and began treatment at the Mount Zion Hospital in San Francisco. But then, the Zodiac didn't write again for almost three years after that. So interesting. There are mm-hmm. so many different like coincidences that you think you're like, this can't be a coincidence. But exactly. like it happens with every single suspect. That's so weird. Yeah. Like it happens with almost all of them. And then when the Zodiac reemerged with letters referring to m- recent movie releases, so like he would write reviews of movies. That's so his letters. He's so but dramatic time, and extra. He is for really no dramatic. Reason. But what's weirder is that at the time, Richard was operating a theater in the Mission District of San Francisco. Interesting. So, like, yikes. Wow. So, Nancy Slover, which was the police dispatcher who spoke with the Zodiac in July 1969, identified Richard's voice as being the Zodiac's voice. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. That's so, all of them, except for the first one. Like yeah, the, the first one. The second, much. third, and fourth make so much sense, and mm-hmm. that's so confusing. It's like when you, you like, wish, like, God, if they resolved. Because like I was for so long, I was so like convinced that it was Arthur. I don't can't remember his full name, but Arthur Lee Allen. Yeah, Arthur Lee Allen. But like, and like I still think that there's a pretty high possibility that could have been mm-hmm. him. But after you've explained these other two, I'm like, I don't know anymore. Questioning reality. I. It's so confusing. Uh, okay. So in 1986, uh, these are the last two notes that I have. Uh, the Napa Country County Sheriff's Department investigated, um, Richard and Detective Ken Narlow did a background check on him and put him under surveillance for a few nights, but they found nothing to warrant further investigation and the matter was dropped. Mm, Interesting. Which is interesting. And then the California Department of Justice determined that, that Richard's handwriting had consistencies with the Zodiac's handwriting. And more samples of his handwriting were requested, but the printing that could have belonged to him, those examples were determined to be not a match. Okay. So, that is all that I have, actually. Seven pages we went through. Seven pages. Nice, nice. Seven pages. But Jesus Christ, it's, like, really confusing. Yeah. Because, like, those last three, there's so many, like, possibilities that it could be them. But then yeah. there's, like, certain aspects that don't match up. Yeah. Like, all three of them, like, combined into one person makes so much sense. So much sense. Like, I don't think they worked together. Mm-hmm, but, like... Probably not. Like, I think it was just one person. But who? I really wish that we could know because I want to, like, delve into their psychology. Like, I want to yes. know, why are you like this? Was this nature or nurture? There's always... There's, like, the nature versus nurture question, and I always think that it's, like usually a mix of both and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like one leaning because like you can see like i think it was richard ramirez you can see like definitely a lot of nurture Mm because you have to have some nature to be able to do that shit yes like but like i want to know like is it all nature 
or is nurture a part and like did he have head trauma like why is he like this i want to know his name like it's so stressful it i want to know like unsolved cases drive me crazy they do because you're like god this... i wish they could have figured it out yeah especially this one because there's a lot of unsolved cases uh like jean benet ramsey that i'm like mm -hmm. yeah i'm pretty sure i know what happened sucks yeah. that we can't get it confirmed at least not yet but i feel pretty confident that uh in what happened but with this i'm like i don't feel confident about like about we don't shit. know like i don't know what's like uh, it makes you wish they could have just solved it so you could investigate it more and be like yeah. okay so it was this person they did it for these reasons they had this trauma and yada 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 yeah but because there's so many possibilities we don't know yeah and he clearly didn't really have a reason for the murders other than the fact mm -hmm. that he probably wanted attention but yeah like why the different mo's Exactly. Like, it's so weird. It yeah. hurts my brain. I haven't, it like, does. thought about this case in a while, because this was my when favorite first... case when I first started, like, getting into true crime. But, like, Ooh. now, like, my brain... Like, I haven't thought about it in a while, and it's so, like, crazy. <laughs> it was the first case. It was the video that I watched when I was on my trip to Peru, and I remember that I watched it, and I was, like, jaw dropped. I was, like, yeah. you're fucking kidding. Okay. Yeah, I was like, "This is real." There's that many people yeah, that that's could have also, done it. That's so, that's also something about this case is like it doesn't seem real. Like it, it seems like you're watching the Zodiac movie and you're like, "Shit, this is based off of true events." Like this is real. Like this real. Like this. And you're this guy who's like a sad excuse for a cartoon villain in that fucking executioner's hood. Yeah, is like so, like is real. Like it's Literally so confusing. Real. And then the police letting him get away. Oh my god. Stuff like that happens all the fucking time. It does. But it's, it's infuriating so every single time. Like that that happened with um Jeffrey Dahmer. I wanna uh -huh. cover him at some point. We won't be able to do it on Twitch, but um he literally one of his victims, I'm not gonna like say the like particulars so that I don't like spoil anything. In the case, it's a pretty well-known case, but still, his one of his victims escaped, and mm -hmm. his neighbors like called the police and saw this boy who this was I don't remember what time it took place in I think it was like the seventies ish and mm -hmm. and they, it was like a gay relationship and this was a, a a Laotian boy I believe and so when the police came and saw this boy like completely naked in complete distress saying that Jeffrey Dahmer did this to him they were like just boyfriend troubles and let jeffrey dahmer go and they were laughing about it afterwards you can hear a tape of them over like their police radio laughing about it like this shit happens way too much especially around that Christ. time oh my god that's infuriating yeah that makes me so mad but oh this entire case is ridiculous yeah the zodiac killer case makes me think it's, it's so much and my mind is just like running at like 100 miles per hour yeah. and i'm like no way but you did a pretty solid job you thank did a pretty you. good job covering that I'm, thank you that was a pretty solid first episode ah thank you <laughs> okay i'm so um, excited so we should probably in stream then since yeah we should so that was yeah. a lot of fun it was thank you guys for like watching and listening or whatever you're doing now i hope you come yeah. back <laughs> 
yes please come back we had so much fun and we have we're gonna be i don't know when the episodes will be coming out on youtube and on various podcast apps but that once we get into this routine it we will start having a routine of when they will be posted but yeah once we get a consistent schedule on uploading on spotify and other stuff we'll let you guys know how that's gonna work yes but all of our socials can be found on the card and we hope you guys have a great afternoon slash night don't get traumatized by the case it happened 50 years ago We're yes all don't fine. get traumatized don't by my case next week but be excited oh, for it it's gonna be, be excited, so much fun be excited for some gritty itty gritty details mm-hmm. oh this is gonna be fun but yeah guys we will see you guys at our next streams yes and we'll we see you guys the next week okay bye everybody bye, bye.